Hey everyone, welcome back. So happy to have you here for an episode that um maybe I'm maybe I'm a little bit nervous to put out there. Um so I really hope everyone enjoys it. My guest for this episode is none other than my very best friend from vet school, Dr. Toffee Blaber. Now, Toffee and I live about two hours apart from each other, and for the last few years, we've both had multiple children and, you know, just been busy raising very young kiddos, so we haven't gotten to spend a lot of time together, but VMX has continued to be this really fun time when we get to see each other face-to-face finally and, and reconnect, and that was certainly the case this year, which is where we recorded this episode. However, not to say that we don't talk on a regular basis. We probably chat, I don't know, a few times a week, usually on the way, on the drive to go pick up our kids. And we'll tell each other funny or weird stories about what happened that day. And and it just ends up being just, I don't know, sort of a really therapeutic conversation between the two of us. So essentially what happened for this episode is we sort of recorded one of these just ridiculous therapeutic conversations that we sometimes have on our drive home and you know maybe this was a little more structured a little different from our spontaneous conversations but we we tried to focus on humor in veterinary medicine because that seems to be a really good outlet for both of us veterinary medicine is a tough career there's just there's no two ways about it so it's critical that we lean into, we rely on the humor where we can find it so we can keep that joy, we can find the fun in our day. I guess the part that makes me, when I say a little bit nervous, other than the fact that I feel like I'm really putting a lot out here, recording something you know very similar to just a car conversation I have during the week, is maybe many of us in vet med, I don't know that Toffee and I are in the minority here when I say we have sometimes a little bit of a twisted sense of humor, maybe a little gallows humor. So I hope that many of you can relate to some of the things that we're saying and, and take it for just the silly, lighthearted decompression that this conversation's meant to be. A little about my guest, Dr. Toffee Blaber completed her undergraduate coursework at the University of Florida with a major in animal sciences and a minor in business administration. She was then accepted to the University of Florida's College of Veterinary Medicine and graduated with her DVM degree in 2014. She currently resides in St. Augustine, Florida, where she works as a small animal general practitioner. She enjoys dermatology with a focus on allergy management and dentistry. As a mother of two, Dr. Blaber is also a professional toddler wrangler with an avid love of corgis and a staunch enthusiasm for charcuterie boards, sarcasm, and Prosecco. If that gives you a preview, let's go ahead and jump in. I'm back again with my bestie, Dr. Toffee Blaber. So we're going to talk about vet med humor, and I'm going to be honest, I'm a little nervous because I I know that at least, you know, you and I occasionally can have some gallows humor, and um, I'm feeling like that might be a commonality throughout the industry, but... Yeah, so I'm a little nervous about where this conversation is going to go, but also very excited. No, so, me too. And you. I feel like that's a prerequisite to be a vet. Is like you have to have gallows humor yeah. or it's just, not, it won't be fun. Just a little bit of dark humor, right? <laughs> like you just have to make it through the day somehow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's start out with, you know, kind of a classic vet med trope that, you know, we, we love to hate is – the insane scenarios where clients request toenail trims. Yes. 
Do you have any crazy stories of toenail trim requests? It's just hilarious because it's getting worse. It is getting worse. It used to be reasonable toenail trim requests. (laughs) And now it's just awful. (laughs) So the worst one, like, so we'll have like a dog come in. And it could be a dog that's like actively exsanguinating. It got hit by a car and attacked by a pack of wolves. And as you're bringing it back, as like literal life is draining out of it, they'll be like, can you trim its toenails while it's back there? And I'm like, are you kidding? It's so true. I had one like that recently. I wish I could remember the story, but I had one that was like, where I was like, oh my gosh, it just happened to me. And I cannot remember the story, but it was like one of those scenarios where it was like, it was something crazy. I'm like, but can you trim his toenails? I'm like, yeah, sure. We'll I, also trim the toenails. I will save its life first. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's not looking really good. <laughs> but then, after that. But then after that, we can trim are going to look great. And even if it doesn't make it, we can do it then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. See, we're already going off the rails, and we just got started. <laughs> one of the worst ones I'll never forget was one of my favorite texts at the end of a Saturday got a phone call from an owner who owns six pugs oh this is like a real story this happened this, to you, you know, this oh I thought happened. you were like making up an example like no. oh do how I have to hear this story <laughs> so we close at one and it was like at twelve thirty. and I love this technician but the owner calls and was like I, I have six pugs which I found out recently is called a grumble so if that's a real thing like it's really called a grumble it's google real so I don't I know if it's actually refer to six pugs that? as a grumble from here on out but when I google what's a group of pugs called it's called a grumble and we have our independent <laughs> analysts over here verifying it is indeed called a grumble yes and so I like started looking up other breeds so corgis a group of them is called a corganization <laughs> I don't know if that's true but that's what someone said it is called. Now. so I take it as canon now that it's what it's called but so anyway someone called and was like I have six pugs can I bring them in for a tonal trim She's like, yeah, no worries. And it's 12.30, so they haven't arrived at the clinic yet. And none of them will be sedated, obviously. Which is like, yeah, it's fine. And she comes and tells me, and she's like, six pugs will be coming in for a toenail trim. And I was like, oh, like next week at the beginning of the day when we have 20 staff members available for it, right? And she's like, no, it's just me and you. And I told him it was fine. And I was like, you are fired. (laughs) Like, why would you agree to that? And it was horrible like just the sheer number like the amount of screaming the amount of cyanosis going on I was like three of your six of the grumble are not going to make it like this is not going well but yes I'm like from now on one pug per day that's all we can accommodate like I don't know if you've ever trimmed pug toenails before it's at the end of it she's like I'm so sorry and I was like But yeah, so the toenail trims have just gotten out of hand. It's like with every ridiculous scenario, they're like, and can you trim its toenails? And I'm like, or like, have you ever gotten to the end of an annual, right? And you have this, this pet who's maybe like stressed out to come into the clinic. And so, you know, you work really hard. It's low stress handling. You make it through the vaccinations and you're like, okay, this was a successful appointment. You know, your animal didn't freak out. They're not overly stressed. We got everything done. We needed to do. Let's get you checked out. And they're like, also, can you trim the toenails? And you're like, Oh no. The kiss of death. Like, yeah, and you're like, this, all of our success has just gone out the window I know. at this point. <laughs> and I just wanna be, and it was after like we've had like a lot of staff available, like we could have gotten it done. And then it's at the end of the appointment, I'm already running behind. Yes. And then they're like, can you do that? And I just wanna be like, no. No. <laughs> no it's not happening. But not with a smile plastered on my face, I'm like, of course. And then I'm in the back and I'm like, <laughs> I can't believe this just happened. Waiting every second of this right now. 
Yeah. No, it happens with a lot of regularity now. I did. I just had a patient who came in and he cracks me up because he's like one of those who will, he'll like fight with you, but not really where it's like, he'll be like, you're killing me. And you're like, stop it. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and he'll just relax. And so we had to do a toenail trim on him. And at first they were like, there's a bunch of notes. Like, I don't think we can do toenail trim on him. I'm like, no, no, we can't. Don't worry. And so I sat down on the floor and I had him in my lap. And because he does way better away from the owner, which mm-hmm. I guess was in the extensive notes, like not part of the notes. The novel that's in its history. Yeah. So I was like, so no, no, no. He does better. Trim. Like, let's bring him to the treatment area. I sat down on the floor. I held him in my lap. And like, he did his typical, like, you're killing me. And I was like, but we're not killing you. You're fine. He's like, I know. <laughs> and he would just like relax and so we would just have to go like foot by foot where like you know he'd have his moment where like you're fine he's like and then he'd relax and he'd let us do another foot and it's just I don't know like no, the, I'm sure it took like an hour it's such a like it seems like such a small thing but the thing is is like for dogs where a toenail trim is a small thing like they're not the ones who are getting their toes trimmed no, at the vet clinic no and you have to have like five like for some of them you have to have like five staff members available you need a gallon of peanut butter you need yes. 800 compliments ready to go and i'm like this is just the longest ordeal of my this entire whole life of gabba and chaz to go <laughs> yeah. home and you make like 20 bucks off of right. and i'm just like i'm glad we did we, it we did this today (laughs) okay and of course we're talking about like vet med humor here so we're being goofy but like you know emphasis on the low stress handling and the peanut butter and the gabatraz and sedation if needed and all of that but there are plenty of those out there that will give you a hard time but don't actually need to be sedated they're just like my little friend there where you just have to be like you're fine we're not amputating your foot and they're like okay and so yeah those are the ones in particular where you're like well this took 20 minutes yes no it's so soul sucking i'm like oh my god i've been in this donald trim forever now and i have run out of compliments my peanut butter is almost gone i'm done with this now we had one that i don't think it was for toenail trims i think it was for blood draws but we had to sing him happy birthday (laughs) and i don't i never tested like principle i'd be like no I don't know if like another song would have worked or if it was specifically happy birthday he wanted to hear, but it was like, if you, it, I know it wasn't for toenail trims, it was for everything. Like if you wanted to draw his blood or give him vaccines, if you like pet him, you had to take him to the treatment area and pet him and sing him happy birthday and he would let you like give him vaccines and everything. That is hilarious. Like really, only happy birthday. I, that's what I want to know. I don't know. I've never, I don't know if anybody's ever tried another song with him or if it's specifically happy birthday oh. that he wants to hear. Oh, He's very old. I don't, I, I would just stick with happy birthday here and out. That's terrible. I, I know, but it's like one of those where you adapt, right, to what they need. You're like, okay, do you want to be in the room with your your owners? Do you want to be in the treatment area? Do you want me to hold you? Do you want me to not hold you? Do you want gabatraz? Do you need sedation? Do you need two mics per gig of dextrometer? Do you need 15 mics per gig of dextrometer? I mean, if it works, but that is like the most hilarious method. (laughs) Like calmly, fear-free. Do you need dextrometer and for us to sing you happy birthday? (laughs) That is funny. While we're talking about dextrometer, like... Well, dexmedetomidine, I will say, because in general, not specifically that one. Have I told you about, like, my rocky relationship with dexmedetomidine? No. Yeah, so I'm very thankful that there was another doctor that I worked with for, I'm so sad we don't work together anymore. She does ER now. But she loved dexmedetomidine, and she would, like, dexmedetomidine everything. And it worked great for her. Dexmedetomidine is very unpredictable in my hands like I'm the one that gets the like well they did fine last time but now they're like like not breathing which is what happened to me in the most dramatic example where I had a a dog come in 
it had been sedated in the past for like anal glands and stuff like that. The owner was like, yep, that's totally fine to sedate. The dog was otherwise healthy to sedate. He'd come in on Gabatraz this time, which was different from the past. And it seemed like a perfectly nice handleable dog. And I was like, you know, you seem fine, but like I'm about to trim your toenails yeah. and do anal glands and stuff like that. And your owner's fine with sedating. You've been sedated in the past. Why are we going to stress you out with yeah. this? Like you've got your anxiety meds. We'll give you sedation. Away we go. So I looked at the sedation dose used in the past and I cut it. I, I want to say I gave him less than half of what had been given in the past because this dog just seemed so like he was fine. He yeah. was, you know, he you could tell like he was going to get stressed out if we did stuff. It was enough to like warrant sedation, but like he wasn't terrible. He wasn't unpleasant. This dog, like we had to reverse him twice after like, he was fine for the sedation. We got everything done. But then like to wake him up, like we reversed him and he was like, no, I'm not going to breathe. No. I'm like, you are given less than half of the dose and reversed and you still won't breathe for yes. me. Yeah, that's not so. and I have a rocky relationship. No. We don't always get along. Oh, my gosh. No, I've been like pretty lucky with it. But like most of my patients will have like this awful like blue color. Oh, like, not blue, But like they just they were like super like vasoconstricted. That so like they initial. Look, yeah. So they like initially like that's when the tech always like lifts up their lip to check like gum color sure. and it's always like this awful color and I'm like I like hate the way that they look initially on it but it like in my hands I've been lucky and that it works pretty well oh that's great but I, like that initial heart rate drop gives me a heart attack every yeah time. no me too because some like and some of them will get like really low and I'm yeah. just like like just jamming the chest a little bit doing like fake compressions I'm like stop this like, are you okay yeah I'm <laughs> just gonna throw in some few extra beats for you in here but well, and that's where I was so thankful that I worked with this other doctor who loved it and used it all the time because, like, because in my experience, I feel like when I give that drug, it's like the heart rate just tanks initially, and you're like, oh, gosh, is everything okay? And then if you give it, like, five minutes or so, it'll kind of get to, you know, they're still bradycardic, yeah, but yeah. it's a more, like, not giving me a heart attack level. And so I was so thankful to work with her where I would be like, should I panic? Should I panic? And she would just like hold my hand and be like, it's okay. Don't yes. panic. No. And so now I can at least like make it through that five minutes yeah. enough to not immediately grab out of Amazon. <laughs> yeah. But no, there's like, and like with Kitty Magic too, like it's really helpful for yeah. like short procedures, you know, or think we use it, I use that combo commonly for cats. We have to like shave down and it's sure. always like some mean, awful fat cat that has like this long, horrible matted fur. And so like that combination has worked really well well but initially like their color and their heart rate is crap and I'm like Ugh, I hate okay? this combo for the first like minute or two I also have a confession to make about spicy cats I've grown to love spicy cats oh girl I I'll know let you have them all like I went to school to work on dairy cows which are like the Labradors of the large <laughs> animal world and I have grown to really enjoy spicy cats <laughs> no. because I feel like like given the right circumstances kind of like a spicy chihuahua like you can you can kind of talk them into being okay that's true and you don't have to take them super seriously right like a chihuahua that's like growling and vicious when it's five pounds like reminds me of the bunny from monty python where it's like <laughs> hilarious yes. but like an 80 pound dog doing the same thing i'm like i have more respect right. for right. that scenario but yeah if it's a five pound chihuahua i'm like this is funny <laughs> like, although like in fairness like the bunny from monty python it was, was deadly it Savage. Yes. <laughs> like, and then I'll remember the dude with the horns. So he's like laughing hysterically his ass off because everyone's Which is just kind of like the chihuahua owner. It's <laughs> like, yeah. oh yeah, he bites. Yeah, they tell me after the fact and they're laughing about it. And then like I and internally I'm like, this was funny, but externally I'm like, 
madam, you need to tell me that yes. before my staff get mauled right. by this tiny potato. But still. <laughs> Please warn me. <laughs> now, I have had cats where I'm like, nope, too spicy. Like, we cannot do this. And usually those are the ones not on pre-meds. And, like, you know, we have to go back and, and revamp. But, like, I feel like with the right pre-meds and, like, the right – when you know they're coming and you're like, okay – I can mentally prepare for this. We can have the right room, like get all my feel away and my churu and you've had all the gabapentin. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I get so much like joy out of when they're like, okay, fine. I will let you touch me. And yeah. I'm like, yes. You feel chosen. I feel like I do. when that happens. I do. Yes. But like the kiss of death for me is when they're called something like funny. Like we had a cat named Jingle Bells and it was the most vicious animal oh, no. I've ever met. And like I was taken off guard because I'm like, oh, it's named Jingle Bells. Like it's going to be fine. Right. This is going to be a really cute visit. And it was the most savage animal I have ever come into contact with. And I was like, oh my God. Oh, no we, Jingle Bells. We have to knock Jingle Bells out completely. Oh, well, and the oh. one I'm thinking of that where I was like, no, this is not going to happen. You have to go home and give your cat pre-meds. Like there's no way we can do this day. I couldn't get him out of the carrier. He was an orange Tat, like an orange male. Oh, they're always so good. I know. He was not okay. He was no. not happy. He was not. Also, same, same family, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, this is random. This is not vet med humor. But I brought in a cat who I was looking at, and um, I was like, oh, it's polydactyl. And it, this was like a stray cat that was found. I'm like, oh, it's polydactyl. And I like flipped over the foot to look at the paw pads. Mm-mm. Nope, it had six feet. Oh, wow. It was a whole other foot. Oh, my God. I'm not sure. That's crazy. I have pictures. I can. I have photo documentation of the six-footed cat. I hope you high-fived its extra foot. Like, you have to do that, right? I really hope I did, too. <laughs> and now I don't know. <laughs> that's wild. I've it never awesome. seen that. But that's that's intense. Yeah. Um, did you do a toenail trim? <laughs> I don't Even remember. if it didn't need it. Of I course like I did a toenail. It or we charged extra because there were six feet. <laughs> That's crazy. It was it was awesome. <laughs> He's a really he has shockingly like GI issues and other uh, things no. because I'm sure that like you know his mom did something bad with her brother and yeah now we have a six foot cat. Oh god. And it absorbed its twin. <sighs> See here I go down the rabbit hole of dark humor. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh gosh. Okay, we have to pivot from this topic or else it's just gonna go very south. <laughs> Internal monologues. When you get into those inevitable situations. No, and there's so many of them. Like, people are just, they love their vets, and they will just go on about, like, just something that's completely unrelated to why they're there. And it'll it'll be, like, 15, 20 minutes later, and I'm like, if you don't mind, (laughs) I'm just going to lay down here and die. And then I'm like is it lay or lie and then I'm just not even paying attention anymore and then they ask you a question about what they've been talking yes about. and I'm like I was not here for the last 20 minutes I was trying to I was figure worrying. out the English language yeah I was trying to worry about grammar in my own passing in the middle of this talk that you're giving me for the last 30 minutes I that feel has nothing like to do with anything I definitely get like people who will ramble on about you know I don't know what sometimes but for me it's like when we get to that point in the exam where I'm ready to say, okay, like these are the treatment recommendations or like it's also really important to me at the end to kind of like summarize everything and be like, look, you came in for this problem. This is what we're going to do about it. This is what we're going to do if it doesn't work. So they, that's like the last thing they hear as they walk out. 
But I feel like I'll get to that point sometimes in the exam where I'm ready to give my recommendations. And it's like, as soon as I'm like, and then we're going to do this. And then the person talks over me. Yeah. And then we're going to do, and then they talk over me. And I'm like, yeah, sure, you you talk now. Like, yeah. it's fine. Like, it's, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to yeah. the treatment recommendations. what we're here for is <laughs> right. to listen to you talk about. Like, we, I feel like I feel like it did a lot of active listening there a few minutes ago. Like, I think it's, I think this is my part. I'm such a great listener at this point. <laughs> uh, the worst one for me is I'll have, and like, understand like some pets are very difficult to treat and like I get that and I have empathy for that but it's more of like the owners that are like super grouchy about it and I'll like list like a whole bunch of suggestions on how to and it's always like typically like a really mean cat where they're like I can't give it pills and I'm like okay well what about like a transdermal medication and they're like there's no way I can do that and I'm like okay well maybe we can get it compounded to a liquid and you can like squirt it onto its food and mix it in and hope for that no that's not going to work and I'm like okay, well, they can compound it into, like, some gooey stuff you put on its paw, and they'll look it up. No, that won't work either. And I'm like, well, I have, like, this really good-looking casket in the back, and we can just open it and welcome your pet in there because that's that's the only other thing I can offer you at this point. But I don't say that out loud. It's just to help me, like, get through. Yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, I am fresh out of options for you at this point. Like, I've given you every single thing we can try, and it just sounds like we need to look at caskets now at this point. We can <laughs> make shopping. it look really cute and I feel like that about e-collars where it's like I can't keep an e-collar and you're like okay can I don't know there's they make so many things other than e-collars like okay well it'll take the e-collar or he'll take the e-collar off okay um can you do an e-collar with like what I call them the airplane pillows like the inflatable I'm like can you do both like it'll make it a little bit harder to move around maybe not as easy you can you know strap everything to the collar so it's tight nope can't do that okay maybe we can do like a bodysuit or something nope that won't work and uh, like yeah and I just get like shot down over e-collars and I'm like I mean, I can just charge you for the second surgery now. Yeah, right. And I, because if your pet licks this, like this, especially yeah, like in a, like if it's an abdominal incision or something like that. And like in, in fairness, I had it was a hunting dog who's in my care, and I was trying to keep an e collar on her, and like it became borderline. I, I did finally accomplish it. There was a lot of duct tape involved, but on the e collar, on the e collar, on the dog. I only it was asked because I had a, an owner that rejected everything. I was like, "Can I just duct tape around it?" And I was like, "No." I feel like that's a bad idea. I was yeah. like, "That's the one <laughs> suggestion I will shoot down. Yes. Let's try the twenty other ones that I suggested first <laughs> before just duct putting taping. a duct tape corset on your pet for the next yeah, ten like, days." How do you? Like, and also if there's sutures or like a, like how, no. Yeah. I almost no. wanted to say yes, just to see like what was going to happen. Like yeah. what the thought process was. But, but I'm just like, I don't, I don't yeah. think so. And I think that's a bad idea. <laughs> but I will say, I went out to check on this, this dog who had these, she had like the soft e-collar on and she had the airplane pillow e-collar on and it was all strapped to her collar, just like I suggested clients. And like, she had both of them off and was just like grinning ear to ear. And, like, <laughs> Look what I did. I'm like, oh, I have so much more sympathy for the e-collar talk now. <laughs> Or, like, have you ever had the e-collar talk turn into a foreign body talk? Like, I feel like I counsel owners on that a lot, where if it's a foot, and I'm like, you can put an e-collar on. I know everybody hates e-collars. I understand why. You can also use a sock. If you use a sock, you need to make sure your pet doesn't eat the sock, because right now we have a broken toenail, and I don't want that to turn into a foreign body. Yeah, we're going to add. <laughs> just going to add to the list of problems it's going to have. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, just most of the time, like, I 
find most owners are like violently against having an e-collar <laughs> on and most of them like won't even entertain like the airplane pillow or doing a shirt they're like they're fine they're not gonna yeah, eat they're not at fine. it and they're i was like fine. you know this like you already know ahead of time yeah. they're just gonna completely leave it alone and i'm like i don't know it's risky like if they like chew Especially open this like incision. a domino yes. like, do you know what lives in there like yes. bad things can no. come out of there yeah absolutely yeah. and so but most like it's funny how a lot of them get like they're like i'm just not gonna put it on and I see it's not happened to me personally, but I've seen one where dogs like chewed the incision yeah. open and then just like visceras all over the place. So yeah. I'll like regale them with that story. And they're like, a lot of them will be like, I'll put the e-collar on. And Good I was idea. like, yeah, I think that would be excellent. Yes. <laughs> yes. That usually is enough to be mm -hmm. like, look, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but it can. Yeah. And so you might really might want to consider the e-collar. Yeah. I'm sorry about the bruises on your shins in advance. Yeah. Those are going to happen. Yeah. But all the abdominal organs should stay where they're supposed to be. Yes, <laughs> cost-benefit ratio, right? Like, <laughs> or like the keeping the dog quiet after the neuter, where this is a thing for me when I neuter dogs, is I count the testicles, where I'm like, one, two. There are two testicles there, because I've had owners who won't keep dogs quiet after a neuter, and like now I know what to look for, but I was kind of newer, like a newer grad, and I had this dog come back, and I swear there was a testicle in there, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, what if I got distracted and I only took one testicle? It was a hematoma. But yeah, so I count the testicles and then I tell the owners, I'm like, listen, you need to keep them quiet because otherwise they will grow another testicle. Yeah. It's 50-50, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and the other thing with neuters too, especially in like mature large breeds, because I don't typically do a scrotal ablation. And so I now yeah. know to forewarn them that there's a change purse that will be there because so many of them get like so offended by its presence. Yeah. And they're like, there's like this thing here. And I was like, I mean, no one's going to care. Yeah, I'm like, so glad you call it the coin purse too. Yes. I and I just, like, just get so bent out of shape about it. And I'm like, it's okay. Like no yeah. one's like lifting his tail actively and and, right. like looking at it like I think he's fine with it too like it'll be I, I mean, okay. maybe not but it's, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be okay like, it is a recipe for a scrotal hematoma then it, yeah and this is like <laughs> keep him keep him exercise restricted because then it will go from a change purse to like a full-on like full-blown like pillow I, guess. I don't know like, like, yeah but it'll, it will look like he has balls again like yes. just yeah keep him keep him quiet I also have a talk <laughs> that I give owners um after like a, a spay or neuter in particular it, you know any kind of surgery where I need them to stay quiet and you know sit because okay so like a spay or neuter a lot of times it's a puppy and we have to keep them quiet and it's impossible to keep puppies quiet and so we'll you know use gabatraz in that in those cases just to help like the exercise restriction for a little while and I'm like listen here's how this is gonna go couple two three days you're gonna be like this isn't so bad like they're pretty quiet like they're being so good look I have the unicorn dog or cat who's recovering Mine's the like, they're doing fantastic I'm so happy somewhere between day three and five they're gonna start going crazy mm -hmm. and you're gonna be like oh this is why they gave me the meds and then you're gonna give the meds and you're gonna sedate them and you're gonna be like oh great like they're sedated and then somewhere between day seven and ten, you're gonna feel guilty about giving those meds. <laughs> then you're gonna and give you're gonna up on it. Question yeah. if you should actually do it. And you're gonna be like, I don't know. Like I feel bad sedating my dog. Listen to my voice yeah. right now. Please keep them restricted. And don't if that requires it. meds, give them the meds. Yes. Even for like visits, some owners will be like, Oh, I gave because I'll usually do it the night before and yeah. then two hours before a visit. And so they'll be like, I gave the dose for the night before, and they were super tired, so I didn't give them the dose for this visit. And I'm like that's 
that was our goal though to <laughs> yes. like have them be calm and relaxed like and and now they're freaking out and we have to reschedule this and do this all over again but that's another internal monologue where i'm like but why but like why? that the, like mission accomplished Fuck like the yeah. way they looked last night was how i wanted them to look i have now. a confession yes i have done that no yes Cassie. i feel like, like he's so tired shame, shame. shame. <laughs> But, but the good news is, is I've used that when having that conversation with owners where I'm like, don't make my mistake. He was not okay. I was going to follow up with, and like, he was fine and he didn't need the oh, morning meds. And I no, was like, he was no, terrible. He you barked are, the whole time. Was you awful. are enabling all these owners now. No, no, now, it's, now, now he gets it. Like when he goes in, because he's not bad. He's just, he barks and he, oh, he's terrible. Um, he's not that bad. He's terrible. Um, no, he just like is so excited that people are touching him that he's like, this is amazing. And he's just, he's huge. He's hard to restrain. So, but I was like, he's so tired on the gab pen. He'll be, he'll be, he's fine. He's not mean. Like he's, he's fine. And yeah, he wasn't fine. We couldn't get any. (laughs) I think we had to draw blood. It was not happening. No, no, it wasn't blood. It was x-rays. It was even worse than blood. No. (laughs) He was like, I'm going to dance on the x-ray table. So now I tell owners, I'm like, look, I've done it myself. Don't do it. Don't fall for that. Don't do it. Yes, but I know that feeling. You're like, but why? <laughs> I wouldn't have said that about you, like, if that happened. Yes, you would have. <laughs> You're saying it right now. You just said shame, shame, shame. <sighs> oh, my goodness. You have a no fart zone sign on your OR. Oh, I, do. I don't have a post. It's in my car. I keep forgetting to take it out. But I did. But you made a no fart zone sign for the OR. I bought it because I saw it, and well, I was like, this is it. perfect. Yeah, there was a store I went to, and it <laughs> It and has like a stick person with a little fart emblem, like the little <laughs> puff of air coming out its butt, and then the big cross, no, and it says no fart zone on there. So I wanted, I bought it, but I haven't put it up yet, but that's where its intended spot is to go to surgery. Why? Because I have, I have many dairy intolerant staff who just don't care, and they'll just mow on dairy, consequences be damned for the rest of us. <laughs> And, and then lock you in an OR. And we're getting so comfortable now where they just, it's the Wild West in our treatment area and farts are just a fly-in and no one cares. And I'm just, I'm having to yell at people now for farting all the time. I'm like, I love that we are all very tight-knit, but it, I draw the line at active loud farts all the time. Especially like when, when you know that you are you are doing this. Like yes, you're, yeah. you, are, you are doing something that you know is going to give you terrible gas. And I'm, and up, and I'm upset because there, there was a sign right next to that as fart zones I wanted to put that like in the bathroom or somewhere where it's like this is totally fine you can fart here but once we cross this area this is we don't fart anymore after the no (laughs) but you have to you have to like be able to have fun oh yeah I feel like it's starting to like infiltrate the rest of the Uh, dairy intolerant staff where it's like we're gonna start opening that door and everyone can just fart at will and I'm like we gotta we got cheese sandwiches every day yeah we gotta draw the line somewhere (laughs) I'm gonna start banning dairy products from our job I have to be able to breathe in order to do the exams (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so now I have to I saw that sign. I was like, this is perfect. We have to, we have to, like I said, we have to draw the line somewhere. This is an OSHA, like, safety kind of thing now <laughs> where I'm like, we need to do something about dangerous this. dangerous fumes yeah, that are here. <laughs> disrespectful for our respiratory systems. Like, we need to, we need to draw the line. I, I hope that's, like, somewhere. how you explained it to the staff. You're like, listen, OSHA came in and they said OSHA. there were toxic levels of methane gas. <laughs> unacceptable. The farts have got to stop. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Having kids, I'm like, <clears throat> Farts are just universally funny, <laughs> and it's like it doesn't get old. No, like, it's not. 
my son finds them hilarious and I'm like they will be hilarious decades from now for yes, you from yes. personal experience I can tell you <laughs> but it's all right I'm, I debated I can't believe I'm sharing this on the podcast we're like yes <laughs> <laughs> like if somebody farts in my house then like usually my oldest daughter will be like ah and I'm like I mean, there's more room on the outside than there is on the inside. It's so funny. It is. It's, a fun, it's always funny. It is funny. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Getting away from farts and just, like, instilling um, humor into, like, the treatment area, I feel like that can also be used to ease um, really tense situations. And so, for, for example, like, I hope this isn't too dark. So I had a cat come in recently who was really, really sick and ended up coding. And the owners elected CPR. And we, like, actually successfully got the cat back for a period of time. He ended up crashing again. Ultimately, like, we had to euthanize. It was, it was sad. But, like, so picture, like, you're doing CPR, right? And it's a two-minute cycle. Like, that can be a really long two minutes where you oh, just, sure. if you've done all the things you're supposed to, you know, you've given the reversals, you've done the fluids, you've done the, the drugs, everything like that that you're supposed to do, and you're just, like, giving compressions and breathing and waiting for that two-minute mark to where you can see if there is a heartbeat. That's a really long time. So apparently one of the doctors that I work with did some project in vet school where she found a bunch of songs that were 100 beats a minute. Oh, nice. So she started singing Baby Shark in the middle of doing compressions because Baby Shark, surprise, is 100 beats a minute. I'll never be able to get rid of that knowledge now. Yes. Now, like, you can't do it, like, to the words. You have to do it to the beat, right? So it's not, like, baby. Like, it's, like, you have to do it to, like, you have to keep compressing even when there's, like, pauses in the words. But, yeah, so she started. that gone from my existence, and now it will never leave me. Yes, no. (laughs) No, no. Now you're going to sing Baby Shark every time you do compressions. But it, like, you know, of course, like, CPR, it's a serious situation. We were taking it all seriously, but... To just like, like you're kind of like sitting on your hands. You're like, oh, I want to do something, but but there's nothing to do until you get to the end of that two minute cycle. So her singing Baby Shark kind of like got us through to the next cycle where we can check the cat. No, like a dream of mine. I've never like done this, but like you remember like hearing about precordial thumps, like as like something. I have done one. Did it work? I don't remember. I feel like probably not if I don't remember. I've always like wanted to do one where it's like we've done CPR for like 20 minutes. And, yeah. Like, it didn't seem like and just come in like a boss and just like just like do the thump and then it comes back to life and I would be like I'm done. Like I've, I've <laughs> fixed. I have one vet med. Like it's always been my dream to do that and I've just never had like the. I feel like if you were doing <laughs> CPR for 20 minutes like yeah, probably the precordial thump is likely. not going to do it. Yeah, that would be like the most like baller thing about it. Is, it would. Like, yeah nothing we could do and then I just come in like a boss and just like punch this thing in the you chest you just had like asystole yeah. for 20 minutes <laughs> so and all like, of a sudden uh, it went to like v-fib and yeah. you're like bam I would retire right then yeah just like yep this will be my exit I won yeah that man and, and like no brain done. damage from being gone for 20 minutes <laughs> yeah, like right. nothing completely no I walk like <laughs> no deficit walks away to yeah. its owner I, I love just it pop in I'm like you're welcome bam. yeah <laughs> and then I just leave and I drop fake mic that I got some I don't know and then I just walk out and then you like make infomercials because you're like I have the magic touch (laughs) where I feel like we missed our calling to make a lot of money is like I think I saw an article where now like people who can speak to pets charge like 500 bucks an hour and there's like this long wait list and I'm like if they only had canine and feline medium classes when we were in school we could just make a killing we did buy a tiny crystal ball for my clinic that Love I will that. consult. <laughs> I just saw that the other day because I saw a Vin article about it and I was like, oh my God, like 
500 bucks like man missed, yeah. missed out on a really no lucrative kidding. practice yeah goodness yeah well well speaking of missing our calling here so we used to have like Are high about swamp wives we're gonna talk about swamp wives let's talk about swamp wives okay so this might be this whole thing's gonna be edited out I, no 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 i feel like i feel like there's gonna be so many like particularly moms maybe all women i don't know who can relate to this because it was like around Christmas time and I was texting you and I was like, it's too much tough, it's too much. Like I've got this and I've got this and I've got this and I'm running around like crazy and I'm trying to do all the things and like how in the heck do we get this, these things done? I don't understand. I think I like sent you the Barbie monologue at one point yes. where it's like, and we have to answer for this and that. Yeah, and it was like, I was, yeah, I was having a moment. You texted me back that we were going to become swamp wives, and I'm gonna stop there and let you explain what swamp wives no, are. No, it's my because it was amazing. No, because there's all these like there's always like stories and memes about how like J Lo is about to be 60 and she still looks like she's 20 and yeah. she's like climbing stripper poles and has abs and I'm like oh my god and then like Martha Stewart's looking like a snack at 82 and she's right. like on the cover of like Vanity Fair looking foxy and I'm like when is it don't my... even talk to me about like Blake Lively has she had like four kids and yes. like looks like she hasn't had a single one yes. yeah and I'm like oh just like the mounting pressures of everything else that you have to do <laughs> as as a female in the workforce and then you also have to just look snacky on top of it all and I'm like you know what it is my turn to be a swamp wife where I smell like <laughs> gravy and onions all day and I don't have to do my hair and that's okay and it's like I, I'm ready to be swampy now like I've put in my time to be cute and now I'm I'm ready to segue into swampiness this and is the antithesis of yes, trophy wives yeah I yeah. yes because I'm like okay like I you know trophy wife time has passed my husband was like I was talking to him about this and he was like but I don't make trophy wife money. Like, why did you <laughs> Why did you ever think that was an option? And I was like, it was just a dream of mine. You don't have to, like, crap on my dream. But that was what my goal was, to, like, pay off my vet school bills. But now that that's not panning out, uh, and I love you, I'm going to stay with you. So now I'm ready to transition into my swamp wife phase where, like I said, I can, I can smell weird, and that's acceptable. And this is just part of part of where I'm like morphing into now and we actually like walked somewhere where there's like a little ramp it's a kayak ramp but it's into a swamp and he was like this place is disgusting and I was like how many dreams of mine are you going to shit on today like <laughs> all over you <laughs> I didn't even know because no. I was like so upset I was like this is my home now yeah, I was like how dare you like this is where this is where I've come into like my full personality here like I don't understand like this is my dream now and I just I'm, yeah I'm like upset I'm like this is I've put in my time I'm ready to just let go now yeah, and just embrace. like enjoy the snack while it lasts because now we're going swampy and yeah. when you ask me when the last time I showered was I'm gonna say I don't really know no I, I didn't is yeah. the answer yeah I, I haven't for although that was kind of me in like the first two years of vet school like be like did you take a shower I'm like I don't remember uh, and yeah so it's just time to go back to my roots I, I absolutely did not <laughs> and if in the future I you don't have to ask anymore because yeah. I haven't if you think if you think I smell weird I probably do I so do just so go with that that's my, that's my swamp aroma. Like, yes. I worked oh my gosh. hard to smell like this. <laughs> I love it. And it was like exactly what I needed to hear in that moment where you're like, yeah. we're going to, you were like, I'm just ready to become a swamp wife. And I was like, waited for the explanation. And then I got it. And I was like, yes, yeah. you are onto something. Yes. Here. Uh, <laughs> And then you went to a swamp right after that. That's I did not even know this one because it was near like a restaurant we were at. And I was like, oh, like what's down here? And just called to me. And I was like, this is it. And then he was like, this place is disgusting. And the I was like. The frogs are singing to me. 
there's like leftover Bud Light cans like off the ramp. <laughs> it's just it's smelling worse and worse. There's a lot of bugs, and I'm like, this is home. I love it. Yeah, you're like, this is this is. I found my place in yeah. life. <laughs> oh, yeah. so I hope that you know. Other, I hope everybody finds that funny, but especially like you know, like women who are working hard. And like, okay, and I'm trying to like work out and, and do all the things. Yeah, like, no, just. Maybe, no. it's, maybe it's time to be a swamp wife. You can let go, boo. It's yeah. time. We're with you. Yes, with come, you. come and embrace our, yes. <laughs> embrace us like we're ready for you. <laughs> there, are, there are leftover Bud Light cans for you, too. Yes. <laughs> I feel like we need to talk about hilarious pet names. Oh, okay, yes. I forgot. Yes, because hilarious, like, are my favorite things. No, it's so funny. Yes. I and, Like, so I... This one's this one's not as hilarious, but I just appreciated this name so much because um, I thought it was really clever. Because my husband is obsessed with Star Wars, therefore I know way more about Star Wars yeah. than I ever intended to know. Yeah, I know you like Star Wars too, and you guys bond over that, and yes. it's all good. But no, I've been like dragged into the Star Wars universe, whatever it is, um, <clears throat> which I actually kind of like it now, which I'm, I hate to hear myself say like but it's true to. yeah my son has a star wars birthday yeah oh so he, does. he does yeah, yeah. he so sure like, does it is on star wars i forced day. it on him I'm like you will love star wars you will love star i don't and, you know, know much and, about it but you will like it. it's definitely grown on me like yeah. more so than i ever thought it would but so this this owner came in and she was like her dog's name was nerf and i was like why is his name nerf like does he look like a nerf ball he doesn't to me but maybe he does to you and she's like no he was scruffy looking when i found him i was like oh my gosh he's a scruffy looking nerf herder oh. and i was like that's so funny which the fact that i knew that as soon as she said he was scruffy looking yes. like, just hurt my heart but Aww. i do know these things about star wars now yes. so. but so that's not a hilarious one but i thought it was really clever no it is clever <laughs> and i find like this there's like two spectrums for me like human names like if you name your dog jeff that's like really funny to me somehow <laughs> yes. and i'm like all right this specifically is specifically jeff this like, is jeff yes. Like, <laughs> welcome yes <laughs> so like that's hilarious to me and then like over the top names like captain sparkle farts and i'm like i can't i like can't take your pet seriously and it's even if there's something serious going on with the pet i'm like ah do i like just call him captain and try to like maintain a serious face or do I use the full name sometimes and you have to ask the owner like what do you call them at home and sometimes yeah. they're like Captain Sparkle Fart yeah. and, and I'm like, like okay. okay and if I have a pet with a name like that because most medications I'll like have my tech be like just call this in and mm -hmm. you can leave it on voicemail but if you're going to name your pet that I'm personally calling the pharmacist and I'm declining voicemail and I'm <laughs> I'm getting put on hold for the 10 minutes to talk to someone to just for that question of what's the pet's name yeah it's Captain Sparkle Farts <laughs> I'm worried you didn't hear the whole thing. It's Captain all the way, Sparkle, and then Farts. Would you like me to spell it for you? Because yeah. Captain, Captain, just like you would spell Captain, Sparkle Farts. Two words. But it's so funny. But then, like I said, if it's something serious going on, it's, like, hard to. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. Even, like, for Jeff. Like, Jeff Even would be Jeff. hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, if in something serious, you're like, well. I love. It's not looking so good for Jeff. Yeah, I love, like, human names for pets. So it's, like, uh, yeah, for, like, Tim. Are. Like, just random. I'm like, okay. This I had awesome. one come in, and she was this, I, I don't remember what kind of dog she was. She was this huge white dog, super sweet. And they called her Abby. And I was like, oh, hi, Abby. But then I saw, like, her tag on her collar. And I, I don't know what all the names were, but it was, like, Abigail, Rainbow, Princess. Oh, wow. Like, I, it, there was a, some other, like, weird name in there, it, it, like, Hedgehog or something. It was, like, Abigail, Rainbow, Hedgehog, Sparkle Princess or something. And I was like... Like, the owner was, like, about my age. He was an anesthesiologist, so we were, like, we were both medical people. And I was, like, 
so her tag. And he's like, yeah, like everybody in the house got to pick a name. And then they just like put them in order on the tag. So it was like Abigail, Rainbow, Hedgehog, Sparkle Princess. And I was like, he's like, but we call her Abby. And like, he totally owned it. Like he wasn't even laughing. He didn't, he was like, this is just, he was very matter of fact. He's like, yes, this is how this works. So her name is Abigail, Rainbow, Hedgehog, Sparkle Princess. Oh my God. But we call her Abby. That (laughs) is so, but that would be one where I'm like, I have to call this in and like share this knowledge in person. (laughs) Another medical professional, oh, so they can my... be in on this. Absolutely, I think. I mean, I would hope that like human pharmacists, when they get those calls about like Captain Sparkle farts, that like we've just brightened their day. A yeah, little bit. yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. I just hear them clicking away, <laughs> typing in the full name. I'm like, don't condense it. It yeah. is the full thing. You're not abbreviating. Yeah, this like... is a medical record, ma'am. Like. <laughs> The whole thing. Put it in there. And then it's in their computer forever. Like, it's one thing if it's in our computer forever, but, like, it's in, like, the, you know, like, the Publix Pharmacy computer. Yes. Like, Captain Sparkle Farts. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Definitely. Amazing. <laughs> oh, funny names are my favorite. Jeff. Jeff is a good example. I forgot about, like, animals named Jeff. Yeah. I do love that. No, it's the best. And I'm, I always ask, like, I'm like, oh, is it, like, short for Jeffrey? Like, just, like, a regal name? They're like, no, it's Jeff. It's Jeff. <clears throat> it's I'm like, Jeff. that's even better. I, like, I appreciate Jeff. that. Jeff. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I think I don't I don't know. I don't think we went too far off the rails there with no. our with our humor. Yeah. I don't I just like feel like I just laughed for an hour straight. So I really appreciate <laughs> yeah, this kind of like I just talked to you about work and just laughed for an hour. <laughs> but I think, you know, that's that's a good thing, right? Because so many times like I mean what we do, it's it's difficult, it's stressful, it's serious at times. And so it's kind of nice to know that like we can sit here and laugh for an hour about like the goofy things that we encounter yes. at work, in particular like dogs named Jeff. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, I think it's, it's so important to re- yeah, like to appreciate these, like just those little <clears throat> moments. It can be so easy to take home the, you know, the person who is mad about their bill, yes. or like the person who is gruff and didn't want to take your suggestions. But if you can just like remember, like the the Captain Sparkle farts of your day, or turn those those irritating conversations when you're like I'm trying to help you but you're not helping me help you (laughs) into like you know just you know funny conversations of like okay well would you like to just go ahead and put a down payment on the second surgery now because and just you know like give yourself some is it lay down or lie down I don't know what you're saying because I'm just talking to myself while you are telling (laughs) me your life story over there yes I think if you could like like if we can remember to think about it that way and to just inject some levity into our days it can I don't know it helps a lot I think so too and it's a difficult job like for all involved and so I think if you can find the humor it translates to the joy of the work that you do and it makes for a much more enjoyable work environment where your whole team will enjoy being there and it's not such a a serious like difficult thing all the time so I think it's important not just for yourself but also for everyone there as a means to like longevity in the career for sure absolutely well Tavi this was so much fun and the um, best. I'm so glad that we're embracing our swamp wife period <laughs> I'm ready yes, it is our it. time it is our time <laughs> it is it is oh, I can't wait till next time thank you for coming on the podcast Thanks with me again me. letting me rope you into this oh, always I'm always ready <laughs> um Oh my goodness, what a ridiculous conversation. (laughs) I really hope you guys had as much fun as we did recording that. Thank you so much, Toffee, for coming back on the podcast and joining me. And thanks to everyone out there for tuning in. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts so other veterinary professionals like you can find this and other great content that we put out there. For more episodes like this, click on the education tab on the Vetfolio website. As always, we'd love to hear your input on this talk as well as ideas for topics you'd like to hear from us in the future. Feel free to reach out to me at dvm at vetfolio.com. You can also visit my Facebook page at Dr. Cassie DVM, and you can find me on LinkedIn. And remember, if one animal is better off because of you today, it's a great day.